0: Hey, you're listening to Avid Research. Avid Research. Avid Research. An Australian STEM podcast where we answer the questions you never quite got around to asking. Hey, team. Amelia here, and welcome to the last episode of Avid Research for the year of 2020. And what a year 2020 was. I, I don't know how much I really want to go into it. Uh, all of you were there. Uh, you've, you've all had your own years. I, d- I don't know how much we really need to talk about it, except to say that it, it definitely happened. I'm sure that there's some really good jokes we could make about 2020 Vision, which I just can't quite think of right now. I'd, I'd love to say that I really enjoyed not commuting. There's, there's that. But all up, that was, that was definitely a year. So I've only been podcasting now since August, and golly, what a ride it's been. I just, I want to let you guys know that you are the most amazing audience. You've, you've just been fantastic to work with and really supportive. And I'm really looking forward to what we're going to move towards in 2021. But before we do that, I think it's always a good idea to do a little bit of reflecting. What are some things that we've learned? What are some things that worked or didn't work, all that sort of stuff. So this is basically just going to be me having a little chat at you, little rant. There might be some ranting in there for however long this podcast takes. As I've said before, the benefit of having a podcast is I get to talk and it's up to you guys whether or not you want to listen. And apparently some of you have been listening and I really, really appreciate that. So I wanted to start with a bit of some of the similarities or the commonalities that have come out of doing these interviews. So by the time of this recording, so I'm recording now in uh, mid December, I have released over 20 episodes and I've recorded about another 20 more. So, So that's been conversations with quite a lot of people, I guess you could say. And actually I should probably start with a massive, massive shout out to the Women in STEM Network from the Australian Academy of Science. So this podcast started with me just interviewing people who I knew and being like, well, what I'll do is I'll just like interview them and then ask those people who their cool friend is and I'll interview their cool friend and then their cool friend and I'll just like go out like that, which I still think would have been a great, great system. But what actually happened, like I started doing that and then the podcast ended up on the Women in STEM mailing list and over 20, a lot of amazing Uh, women replied to me being like, Hey, I'd like to be on your podcast. And that has just been a ridiculously awesome boon to the podcast. Like there's just been so many really cool people. You've started to hear some of these interviews already, and there's a whole lot more to come with some really, really cool people coming up next year. Do you want a teaser? Yeah, you, you guys want a teaser. So we have a facade consultant. Yep. An expert on facades as in building facades chicken nutritionist, quite a few health people from all sorts of different kind of angles of health. There's branches, there's goanna researcher, an Antarctic geoscientist. Like there's a lot of really cool stuff coming up. That only takes us to March. Who knows who I'm going to interview after that. Anything could happen the way things are going. Yeah, it's looking really good and it's largely part to all those women responding to the mailing list. So this podcast didn't start out as being a women in STEM thing it it still strictly isn't at some point I'll need to get some blokes on to kind of like even up the gender thing but it yeah it happened there's, there's a whole lot of awesome women out there and I'm, you know I'm not hardly going to stifle their voices there's the original aim was to I guess hear less represented stories and hear less represented accents and that sort of stuff so with that I get a pretty broad kind of Spectrum of people to talk to. Anyhow, so that's that's the complete sidetrack of like one of the things that happened is this amazing STEM women thing. But in in interviewing all these people, there's been a bunch of commonalities or things that have regularly turned up. And as a result, next year I'm going to have to change up my questions because with some of it starting to repeat itself, probably a bit too much. And it's really good that it's repeating itself. It means that it's true. But yeah, it does mean that. Yeah, we're going to need to mix it up. Otherwise, you're going to be like, oh, cool. Another person who says communication is important to their job. <laughs> cool. <laughs> okay, Amelia. You need, need something novel. So, anyhow, we'll come back to that. So, one of the things that I really want to tell you, and I can't cannot emphasize to you how just prolific it is. Everybody, as in every single person who I've interviewed, media trained or not, they have said the word, um, Okay, everyone says, um, at some point. So in the process of editing this podcast down, I became acutely aware, obviously listening to my own voice, how many times I was saying, um, and I've almost managed to get it out of my vocabulary. Like it's, it's dropped down a lot. Unfortunately, what's happened is instead of saying, um, I now say like, so, you know, I was a teenager during the 2000s and that's... the word to say instead of, um, then was like, and I'm back to saying that. So what I'm working on at the moment is just like pausing and not saying anything. It's really, really hard, but it's a lot easier to edit. And currently my life is all about making my life easier to edit. So that said, everyone says, um, okay. Like a whole, see, I just did it. I just did it. You heard me, you heard me say like, instead of, um, so, you can replace um in your vocabulary, but just just so that you know, like even the guy that's been on Lego Masters, like even people who have had huge amounts of media training so that they're a good science communicator, they all say um, and it's to all like varying levels, but it's really, really common. So I know a lot of people beat themselves up for saying um and getting nervous and saying um in presentations or on the phone to the bank or whoever, please don't beat yourself up because literally everyone says it. I know what an um looks like now and by and large, it has yeah, it a specific shape. If you have a look at the, one of the videos that I did, I've traced the shape of an arm, um, but it's, it's everywhere. The other things that people say instead of um, and they'll pretend that they're not saying um, but they're actually saying um are, you know, no, we don't know. That's why you need to continue the sentence. I'm not hating people. A lot of people will say, you know, uh, instead of throwing in an um. They'll also say and or so really, really long. So, and then we did this or so. It's like this. There's a lot of extra ands that get thrown into sentences here, there and everywhere. But yeah, I just, I, I really wanted to let you know Like I do a huge amount of editing to get rid of all my extra likes and everyone else's extra ums. Obviously, I don't always get all of them. There's a whole lot of reasons for that. But the the main one is that if the um is in the middle of a sentence and the words are kind of like compressed together, chopping it out will will result in a click in the audio, which isn't pleasant. And sometimes people need to say um because it adds to their authenticity or it helps emphasize the story. There's a whole lot of reasons that I think ums should, you know, not be taken out the back and and buried forever. The other thing that really turned up is that discretion in the workplace is this really important thing and I don't know why it stuck with me that this is an important thing to tell you team about but discretion is like appears in almost every job. So there's some jobs where it's really really obvious, right? Where you sign a non-disclosure agreement, and NDA and you know you're not allowed to talk about that topic. You know you're not allowed to talk about that thing with the general general public or with anyone there's other jobs like teaching or medicine where like obviously teachers can't talk about the specifics of their students and obviously we don't want our doctors telling the specifics of their doctoring and like you'll notice a good doctor will always refer to their patients without any kind of gender or defining kind of characteristics but there's a huge amount of discretion that's in normal jobs so sometimes in research jobs there's topics that they can't talk about there's a whole lot of things that people interact with that would be inflammatory if it got into the media so even though officially they could probably talk about it it's better for their job it's better for them if they don't talk about it there's also a whole lot of people who have been interviewed on the podcast and then haven't wanted to let their employer know even though they haven't said anything bad but there's sort of this feeling that you need to be secretive about it kind of thing. And that's, that's been really interesting. I think something we don't acknowledge a lot is that people work really hard to keep that discretion and to be appropriate about what they talk about uh, with regards to their employer and their job. Yeah. I just thought that was an interesting fun fact that you might enjoy as much as I enjoyed talking about it. Hopefully (laughs) stick with me. It'll get better. So yeah, I I really wanted to tell you those two things. They're sort of two of the things that have jumped out at me lately and thank the amazing STEM women mailing list and the amazing people who responded and then were interviewed by me and so many people who were willing to be interviewed by me without knowing anything about me or who I was and they just shared their entire life story with me and then were like oh wait who are you (laughs) can I trust you well hopefully but ultimately like this was an incredibly challenging year for everyone and you know personally it's been not the the easiest little ride but doing this podcast interviewing these amazing people was by far the absolute best thing I could have done and I feel sorry for everyone who didn't get the opportunity to do this or so didn't take the opportunity because basically I got to everyone was home right so no one was gonna say no to being interviewed for a podcast even though it's a podcast with like well, I don't know how many people listen but you know it's not Radio Lab yet and I got to talk to all these people who were sitting at home and kind of bored and everyone was kind of sick of talking about COVID or lockdown or bad things that were happening so everyone was really enthusiastic about the opportunity to talk about themselves because most people are and I just got to talk to cool people and not talk about being in lockdown in Melbourne for like an hour and a half like every couple of nights uh for the last last couple of months which is just absolutely amazing. So I yeah, there's there's some really awesome people out there. They're incredibly inspiring. It's it's really cool. So don't know what I'm trying to tell you. Maybe you should start a podcast and interview cool people. I'm not sure. All of this could not have been achieved without the amazing audience that I have and the beautiful fans. The amazing fans who often they're people who I was not expecting to be my fan have sent me lovely messages or no, it's mostly sent me lovely messages. There've been a couple of phone calls and they're just wonderful. It's really cool to hear what you've learned, what you found interesting. Yeah. So thank you so much. And if you've sent me a message, I really, really appreciate it. If you haven't sent me a message, you, sh- you should send me a message because otherwise it's like talking into the void. But it's been that feedback that sort of like, aside from the the inspiring people that I've got to speak to, it's been that feedback that's helped me keep going and to feel like I'm on the right track and I'm onto something. Cause it's, it can be very challenging to know. Still don't know. Nah, I'm probably onto something hopefully. <laughs> so some of the things that I wish could have been different. One of the things is that I've realized I just really enjoy talking about the science or, or the the maths or the, the technology or etc. that people are working with. And, like the way that I've structured the interview so far, there hasn't been as much time to talk about the content of what these people know and what they do, and haven't been able to talk about that with you. So, well, as you'll see with the upcoming episodes, like that's started to balloon out, and as a result, the episode length is getting longer, which means a more editing, poor me. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking there might be a need to maybe we need to have some more like science specific episodes. Not sure, but yeah. That's been one of the things that I've really enjoyed, but I've sort of felt like there hasn't been enough time is to talk about that science. So Yeah. I don't know. I'd be interested in what you team think. What which which part of the the episodes are you most interested in? So also the thing, like I've been doing every single one of these episodes inside a cardboard box and as summer's got uh well, as summer's arrived, like it started to get quite hot there's actually nothing more to say about that, except that it started to get quite hot, which I guess makes sense because it's summer. But I kind of wish I'd got to meet some of these people in person because a whole lot of the people I've interviewed have been amazing. And it'd be really cool to see what they're actually like in person. So, you know, when we can travel again, maybe we'll see if I can, maybe I should go around and like re-interview them all in person and see if it's different or just weird. I'll need some sort of like proper microphone set up if I'm going to do that. But yeah, maybe, maybe we need to come back and Do something where we go back deeper into the science, I'm not sure. The other thing. Now, audience, fans, I really wish you'd interact more. I know it feels like it's just me talking to you and, like, I get to ask the questions. But what I want to work towards is a a bit more democracy. (laughs) And, you know, it's still going to be the Amelia show. But it'll be really cool, like, if, if you guys... So one of the things that I would love to do, right, is... I tell you a topic that's coming up, you know, so like we've just done Stingrays. So, you know, the week before that I did the interview, I email out to my email newsletter and be like, hey, I'm interviewing a Stingray researcher. Have you got any questions about Stingrays? I've done this to specific people who I know will give me questions and we got some fantastic questions. But my secret wish is what we do is that you would be like, oh, I'd like to know X about stingrays. Like, why don't we eat them or something? You then record yourself saying that on your phone or computer or whatever. Email that to me. And then whilst, yeah, I would do the actual question in, during the interview because I don't know how to play audio of a Zencast or blah, blah, blah. But then I could drop your voice into the podcast in the middle and it could sound like you are asking the question. And that'd be kind of cool, wouldn't it? Like, then you could have your voice in a podcast without actually having to like have your own podcast. <laughs> I think it sounds cool. I don't know if anyone else there is like, yes, that's a great idea or dear God no, make this idea stop right now. Not sure. But hey, all we all we can do is ask, right? Like anyhow, I'll try a couple of shout outs next year. Keep an eye on your email. Keep an eye on your social medias and maybe maybe you can engage. You can be part of part of the team. Oh I'll bribe you with stickers that's what I'll do mm you'll get stickers if you if you engage okay so that's that's one of my wishes that that we'd have more voices on the show that we'd have more diversity of questions that it wouldn't just be me the other thing I wish is that someone would take away the editing <laughs> uh I wish that would I just wish the editing would magically go away but the editing's not gonna magically go away so I just thought I'd share that wish with you but with that with that like whole <laughs> wishing there there was help I just want to remind you how this podcast is made okay it's literally made inside a cardboard box maybe I'll, I'll tell you what I'll include a photo of me in the cardboard box with the email newsletter for this this particular show but it's not just a cardboard box that's lined with packing peanuts that's sitting on and my microphone which is sitting on some cookbooks and Some scrappy notes here. I did actually take notes for this episode, (laughs) I know, radical. But it's on uh, half of a foldable desk. My half of the foldable desk. In a small apartment bedroom. Like, the the extent to which this podcast is bootstrapped and done on the cheap cannot be emphasised enough. Okay, so this desk is also where I do any art. It's also where I work. So, it's small. The extent. (laughs) This podcast is small, okay all the editing I do is done using free, freeware software that's available, uh, Audacity. And I, by coding my own website, I've come up with the absolute cheapest solution possible to hosting a podcast. So I appreciate everyone who says that this sounds professional. It shocks me every time and I, but I really, really appreciate it. It's super lovely because it doesn't feel professional. (laughs) Also, just so you know, like if I talk for half an hour, it's, I didn't actually talk for half an hour. That's what editing's for. I'm not that slick. So yes, just a reminder that this is a heavily bootstrapped and that means it's just a really, really done on the cheap with just me uh, podcast. We, we might look at some uh, some upgrades in the future of the setup. Uh, I'm hoping in a, in a bigger house, we could actually just treat a room so I wouldn't have to talk into a box. So that would be my dream, is if the microphone could stay set up. But enough about my amazing podcast booth, which you probably all... Or sick and tired of hearing about what are we looking forward to in 2021, Amelia? What what have you got coming up aside from you know a an interview with an amazing researcher who has made cane toad sausages to put off goannas from eating cane toads? What? Yeah, you'll have to you'll have to wait to February for that one. But what else is coming up in 2021? What have you got planned for us? Well, firstly, over the break. I've got three weeks off. I'm hoping to rejigger the website a little bit because it turns out the design is not really scaling with the number of episodes that I have. Originally, I had planned to get three episodes done by the end of 2020. Uh, that didn't happen. <laughs> well, it did. It did. It happened quite early on, though. It happened in the first week. So I the design was never... Like I never expected to have 20 something episodes and it's starting to become hard to to find relevant and interesting episodes. So I need to think about how I'm going to show them to you in a way that means you can find things that you're interested in. Because by no means do I ever expect anyone to listen to all of the episodes. So there's that. There's a there's a whole website redesign that needs to happen magically. I also need a navigation bar. I don't know if you noticed that there isn't one. <laughs> And that needs to happen so that you can then see the About Me page and you can go shopping on Breadbubble for amazing Avid Research merch. I should probably get a t-shirt. That'd be cool. Now one of the other things that started to come up multiple times now is I've been asked about getting a Patreon so for those of you who don't know what a Patreon is, it's kind of like a subscription service where normal people who produce something so whether it's like artists are probably the biggest users there's also podcasts and things basically set up a subscription where you can you as a member of the public a listening member of the public can sign up to patreon and pay or contribute five dollars or ten dollars a month to running avid research so i guess the the thing is that. From a funding perspective, I guess the main options are sponsorship, and there are probably companies that would be interested in sponsoring the podcast, but then you'd have to listen to ads, and I don't know that I want to do that to you. I'd also need to work out my analytics enough to know how many people are listening to the episodes, and I kind of like not knowing, but a Patreon would mean that basically it was crowdfunded, so it'd be the amount of people who are interested in the product support that product, and... I like, I'd, I quite like the idea. I think I'll run it as a bit of an experiment. If you're interested, like I'll start doing plugs at the end of the show and that sort of stuff. But basically you, you'd be able to sign up for X number of dollars a month and I'll obviously make it affordable, but we need to work out what you would get in return, right? So some of the ideas I've had, cause like I could just take your money, but that that's not really engagement, that's just shopping and that's not engaging. Like I want to make it interesting for you and for you to feel like you're part of a team. So one of the options I've come up with is like we could make unique stickers for each month that you then get. But honestly, I don't know how many people are that interested in stickers just because I really like getting stickers doesn't mean that you really like getting stickers. Could do phone backgrounds. that have got like cool sciencey quotes in them, cool Inspiry quotes, discounted merch. pretty sure I could do discounted merch. Another idea is like we could have a private kind of chat room thing where that's where it'd be a lot easier to get your ideas and your feedback. And basically you could subscribe and then we could have like this little chat room thing, probably on something called Discord. And yeah, I'd be able to say, hey, I'm interviewing a Blah, blah blah tonight would you like to ask them any questions or put out are there any specific kinds of research that you'd like me to see if I can find or technology people or are there particular careers you'd like me to try and get in touch with that sort of stuff so that's an option but realistically like I'd love to hear what your ideas are do you is, is this a disaster of a concept is it a really really great idea do you have some sort of awesome reward thought that I could give you that you would like just really be on board with and I can obviously do like behind the scenes little videos of me reflecting on the interviews that sort of stuff there's lots of options who knows if they're any good but we can but try The other thing I want to move into is engaging schools a bit more. It'd be really cool to have like a whole student driven episode where, you know, we're interviewing a specific kind of scientist or something and students get to call in with questions or get to pre-record questions. I really, really like to do that. Something that involves kids because kids ask the best questions. There is no way I can compete with a preppy. And the other thing is, I don't know if you've seen them yet, but I have started playing around with making career maps. So that's where I'm like mapping out uh, the journeys that people have taken to get from usually from primary school or high school all the way to where they are now. And I really, really love doing those maps. It's great fun. And I want to do more of them. So I'm looking forward to that. And obviously, like we need to have a spot on the website where they're going to go to so that you can go through and be like, hey, a STEM career can be incredibly squiggly and wiggly. I don't need to know what I, yeah, I don't need to know what I want to be when I leave school. Like there's so many options that are available and you can always change it down the track. I'm also thinking that with my revamp of the website, um, I might have like a little spot where you can submit questions or something like that. Maybe it's an option. We'll see, or we might save it for our my my favourite like Discord people on my Patreon. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. So I've got career maps. Um I'm working on like some career kind of advice guides, that sort of stuff. Like super, super low key. Super chill. Don't worry. And finding more new, exciting and super excited guests to interview. So yeah, they're the things that I'm looking forward to for twenty twenty one. Oh, and obviously, like I don't know how many of you have seen the videos that I've made, but they're so much fun to make. So what I'm thinking about over again, over the break in all the spare time that I'm magically gonna gonna find is that I'm gonna do some videos of myself. Like, obviously, no. I'm gonna do some videos that actually have videos of me in it, not just the little cartoons that I've been drawing. So mixing it up a bit I'm hoping that'll actually make it a whole lot faster because drawing out every frame obviously takes time and I'm like well I could draw out every frame or I could just turn the camera around and focus on me and see what happens and gosh knows what'll happen but (laughs) it'll be fun and with that I think that's pretty much it to be honest like it's been a wild ride it's been wild it's been a pretty awesome start to hopefully what's going to be an ongoing podcast which is contributing to the the science communication and STEM communication world in Australia. I am aware that there's been a very heavy emphasis on scientists. Uh, we've only had one person from tech so far. We've and By the time this comes out we'll have had one engineer. That's not representative of STEM. It's been a capital S with some teeny tiny T-E-M. So Well, and we haven't even had an M. We've just had people mention that maths is good. We need to find some mathematicians to interview. So I am aware of that. I'm going to try and rectify that next year, see if we can get a bit more diversity of STEMness happening, not just of people and of accents and all that sort of stuff. So diversity is a very complicated thing, and we we do tend to focus pretty heavily on the S when it comes to STEM. That... just trying to think if there's anything else, any other rant that you guys need from me. No, that's all I got. All I want to say is thank you so, so much, anyone who has contributed a question, anyone who has sent me a message, uh, everyone who likes posts, everyone who reshares posts, all that sort of stuff makes a massive, massive difference. And. Yeah, I'm hoping it'd be really awesome if we can get your voice on the podcast next year. I think that'd be really cool. And yeah, feedback is always welcome. Ideas are totally welcome. I've got requests. Actually, the main request that I'm working on at the moment is we want an octopus researcher because the show on Netflix kind of has got people really excited about octopuses. And octopuses are awesome. So it seems reasonable. Some people doing work in the recycling space. Definitely a thing. I think they're the main requests I've had so far. So if you do have a request, let me know. If you have ideas for Patreon, let me know. If you think career maps are awesome, you should definitely let me know. All this sort of stuff. But most of all, what I want to say is thank you so much for you being fantastic and listening because you don't have to. And here you are listening away. You're still at the end of this little ramble. And what I'm really hoping is that 2021 is just a bit chiller than 2020 hopefully we can knuckle down and get some more stuff done and just start feeling really good about the world. Because what's really been highlighted to me through this podcast is that there are so many awesome people doing so many awesome things. There's so much to be positive about. There's so much to be hopeful for. And you're part of it. So thanks so much for listening. You're an absolute legend. And let's see how awesome and stemmy we can make 2021. High fives to all of you. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this podcast, you're an absolute gem of a human being, and you should head over to avidresearch.com.au, sign up for our amazing email newsletter, and get all the download on the upcoming episodes, and maybe even get a bit of a sneak peek about what's coming next. If you've been enjoying this podcast, you should definitely subscribe. We're on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, and even Google these days. Thanks.